Hello, Zesties. Hi, Zesties. Josie and Mel here. Yeah. <laughs> you knew that, though. <laughs> oh, my God. This is meant to be like a two-second thing and it's going to become 10 minutes. But what we're going to try to say is mm. uh, we've, we recorded our live shows this time. Yes, they actually recorded and we've decided to split them into two. So this is part one of the Sydney live show. Hope you love it. Look, I'm not going to stop wasting everyone's time. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring out the people that you have waited so patiently to see. The second ever performance of All Is Your Mystery Hour. It is Melissa Mason and Josephine Rosenberg-Clark. This is All Aussie Mystery Hour. Oh my God, there's so many things. Hi. Oh, we can't see anyone again. This is no, my favourite thing when I can like only see this room. part of the... A loud, empty room. A loud, empty room. A void into <laughs> the space and masses. time. Thanks, Hi. Heno, for that. He, he I don't know what he was talking about. He talked longer than I talked in the last live show. 100%. <laughs> hard to do, trust me. I think I talked about three and a half hours. Mm. And then, Mel, I think oh. you coughed and that's all you got oh out of it. My God, no. It it's was more not like, happening this time. She's going first. And I also said I'm not going to drink as much because Joyce is obviously pregnant. Oh. And How did um, I miss that? There is a baby in there. <laughs> yeah. Not a burrito. No. And, Eight uh, months. Yeah, maybe 10 burritos. We yeah. don't know. You could be lying to me. And um, I've got cankles. I think we all know that. Um, <laughs> and as Heno was talking for 12 hours, I was like, I really could have been elevating my feet right now, Heno. Like, give me a warning. So many things I'm we could have like, been there's doing. There's just fluid collecting here as he's speaking. Thank you. <laughs> I was fishing. I was fishing. Mel, um, I think you're actually going to have to help me sit down. Um, I will. <laughs> do you want me to actually help you sit down? I'm actually going to help her sit yeah. down. She was, she's not kidding. She's not making a funny. Making we a also funny. didn't practice this at all. Oh, to, oh you're good. Oh, you did a good job. <laughs> that was really... <laughs> I'm going to have to sit sideways because I'm wearing the tiniest dress of humanity, which wasn't the most brilliant life choice. In a stool. But do you know what? I, I was really inspired. Is anyone watching Heartstrings by Dolly Parton? Because I'm really, like, vibing it and everything to me is about Wow, even boots. you need help getting Ooh, into the okay. This is wow. this is offensive, but that's okay. It's all right. We're all going to pretend we can't see my giant nude undies, okay? <laughs> um, cool. Well, um, I'm, I've got my phone here because we're timing ourselves so mm. we don't fuck up like last time. And um, That was nice of you to say we because that I was did. Me. <laughs> I did. I put it on airplane so I don't get like weird Tinder messages that I want to ignore anyway. So <laughs> that legit happened to me once on a date. I got a Tinder message oh. while I was on a date. It was very awkward. But that's okay. I, I was with like my ex-boyfriend too and I he still dated like, me. So I feel that like was you know on a Tinder date that it's like maybe not 100% exclusive and you might still be on the app. You might I don't be know. On I never use Tinder on a lot of apps. Like, Ms. Long-term relationship. Okay, Thanks for coming, everyone. Yeah, oh, my God, thank you. Thank it's you, nice. void of blackness that just yells at us. It's yeah. so nice to have you here, one big black blob. I forgot how bloody sweaty I get up here. It's hot. This is hotter than usual. There's it's a lot hot. of it's lights. It's hotter than it was last time. Whew, anyway, um, cool. So, because we're talk really... To me. I'm, I'm going to talk to you. Okay. I'm going first. Um, wow. Okay, so I had this moment, which I do want to tell you guys about. It's a bit of a secret, so if anyone didn't come... 
they're not, well, they will know the secret because we're going to put this up yes, on the thing, aren't we? hopefully this venue records it. Yes. the other one That didn't. would be great. Not Never that we're again. bitter or anything. Nope. I haven't brought all. it up a thousand times or anything. Um, but I briefly last night at like 9pm messaged Josie and I was like, I'm changing my mystery and I don't even want to tell you about it. And I was with <laughs> my sister and I was like, Kate, oh my God. Kate's here somewhere, by the way. I don't know where she yeah, is. Kate. I can't. Is she filming well, me? Is. is that her filming me? No, that's, that's Amy, my other sister, who isn't actually my sister, but is basically my sister. <laughs> anyway, um, so I was like, the eels at Centennial Park go. They literally migrate to New Caledonia. I'm not going to tell you anymore because I want to do an episode <laughs> yeah, on it. Do it. It's so fucking bizarre and doesn't make any sense. And eels intrigued. are fucked and it made them even more fucked. Yeah, we me. don't like eels. You know that we don't like eels. We hate anything that's in the water. The water. Yeah. I would like someone to just electrically... You know, like, my mum is Greek and she told me that in Greece they were, like, putting electric prods in the water to kill all the fish to catch them. And then they had this massive fish shortage. And they were like, I wonder why. Maybe it's because we're electrocuting all (laughs) the fish. You killed, like, literally 2,000 fish to catch five. Great. It's not very very economical. It's very Greek energy, to be honest. It's a little lazy. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) They're the thinkers, the Greeks. I can say that because I'm part Greek. Anyway, no, I'm not doing that. I went Mm. back to my original idea. You pivoted back. Yeah. Segwayed back over little. I was glad at nine p.m. You don't really want to hear that from your co-host. Like, oh my god, I'm changing it. I'm not going to tell you what it is because <laughs> I've like heavily researched some really boring, serious case, and I'm like, what's she going to come out with? She's like, the <laughs> eels, and I'm like, please, please don't do the eels. And she didn't. I didn't. I'm doing the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Uh, that makes no sense to you yet. <laughs> What's gonna the be mystery? It's a surprise, obviously. Um, I've got credits, which I'm actually going to go through because we do our credits now, mm. don't we? We've learned. We've always done our credits. We never learned from another podcast to mm. do our credits. That we did not. Like that never happened. <laughs> no. <got> roasted online. <laughs> so, Sydney Harbour Bridge something educational site. I don't know. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Great crediting. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> this is like some. I learned this in fucking uni, guys. This is this is why I correct attribution got fifty one percent at uni. Please get your degrees, as my brother would always say. <laughs> um, the Sydney Morning Herald, an article by John Huxley. The Daily Telegraph, an article by Gillian McNally. The Daily Telegraph, an article by Jim O'Rourke. They really love the Sydney Harbour Bridge over there. They you sound like you're reading Oscar it. nominations, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> um, Townsville Daily Bulletin, 1935. No author. Oh. I was just putting on my voice. 1935. They didn't credit journalists no, back then. Back in they the oldie times. Um, time Out, Claire Finneran. Australian Geographic, Angela Heathcote. Moveoutmates.com.au. <laughs> no, no, no credit. And my favourite, <laughs> eastcoastcarrentals.com.au. Doing over there? <laughs> fucking no. Why the are all the cars? It's always the car rental. It is. They've got like content creators. What was the other podcast episode where we had like a car rental site? It was like a truck. Oh, it was the Pilbara. Not the Pilbara. Sorry, the Pilliga. Yes. I actually that. said the Pilbara right there. Correctly. Did you see that? Did you see that? I'm learning. <laughs> and no one here is from the Pilbara, so they're like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you, you know what we mean? Someone came from the Pilbara. Where's no, our, like, trucky friends? We have to go to WA We have to that. go out there and there'll be, like, one person Pedestrian, in a pub. Pedestrian, please fund a trip to <laughs> Perth. Thank you. I'm just staring into the void. I don't know who's there from <laughs> Pedestrian. Anyway, um, so let's get into it five whole minutes into my, like, 30-minute time slot. Is it 30 minutes? I don't know. Oh, I'm Something. fucked. Um, <laughs> so 
Okay, so the Sydney Harbour Bridge, in case you didn't know, which I'm really just saying for people listening to this from America. Oh, and yeah, because this is going Englandio on. Englandio and yeah. Brazilio and yeah. Denmark. What's the other one? I Canada. Always, oh, Denmark. What? That was really weird. <laughs> that was just a random thing that I said. That was like a real like moment, like a spiritual moment then. Um, Canada. Canada. Um, I don't know. Texas. Portugal. Texas. <laughs> Texas is not a country. <laughs> <laughs> it no, may I'm as well be. It's things. huge. It's so big. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, so the Sydney Harbour Bridge. It's a steel heritage listed bridge that carries trains, bikes, vehicles and pedestrians between the CBD and the North Shore. Um, so for anyone listening who doesn't know, you all know, but just geographical Mel for mm. a sec. Uh-oh. So we've got Sydney. So we've yep. got like the city. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we've got the city and then there's like out west... Yes. And then western upper bit is the Blue Mountains, which is where the Lithgow Panther lives. Yeah. And then we've got um, the east, which is where I live. And yep. you live. And me. I'm not telling you anymore in case anyone's trying to murder us. No specific suburbs. No specific the suburbs. East. Don't know yep. where I live. And then there's south, which we're not going to talk about. Why? Well, just because Heno's Heno from lives there. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's the north. And mm. I don't really know why we wanted to connect them. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm actually pretty cheered. sure Rach is here and she's from the north and she's probably like, why the fuck am I here? <laughs> she is here. Anyway, um, that was just an in-joke because I just never go there. When I've been there, it's like, I'm on a little holiday. Like, this is like a little vacation for the weekend. The northern beaches or the north just shore? anything over there. Mm. Anything they're very different. Beyond, I know. But northern beaches is like... Yeah. And then North Shore is like, North I'm Shore. The North Shore. How oh, now, brown cow. That yeah. vibe. Different. Very, very different. But yet, all didn't need to be connected, no, in my so opinion. Far we could have just left you in over a separate there. Place. So, um, but yes. Anyway, uh, so we joined them up. Mm. It's the sixth longest spanning arch bridge in the world, and that's the tallest impressive. steel arch bridge in the world. They're very specific. I don't. I mean, that's like saying like. I won, like, a spelling bee for one particular word, you know? like Yeah, okay, I, don't, I don't know a lot about bridges. Neither. I thought they were all the same. Um, but obviously it's very iconic. And yeah. uh, I'm just going to drop that there. Can and I have it? I'm so You can hot. have it. <laughs> but it has a dark past, Josie. <laughs> you just ruined my, like, moody. I'm sorry. I'm so happy. <laughs> With your fanning <laughs> of your I'm face. I'm so happy about this dark past. <laughs> Oh, like, I was already a sweaty bitch, but being pregnant in summer. Pregnant plus lights hell. plus summer. I'm dripping it's not a, here. It's not a I might take my dress vibe. off. <laughs> it's all right. I've got sensible Now it's Magic Mike XXL on. up here, guys, but with two women and one is pregnant. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. Tell and me about the giant nude undies. It's going to be a real time, guys. <laughs> Glad you paid your money for it. Anyway. Um, so people wanted to build a bridge as early on as the convict times, and in 1815, an actual convict, um, who was also a noted architect, I'm so intrigued by what he did. Yeah. Like, what did you do? Oh, it's always like they looked sideways yeah. at a Cop. cat, and oh. it's like, <laughs> off you go, go to Australia, you steal like one grain of rice, go to Australia. <laughs> off it you go. It was like any excuse, really. Yeah. 
And, like, jokes on them, it's great down here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Definitely wasn't horrible. <laughs> Not at all. It was like a holiday for them at Port Arthur. <laughs> That's what I've heard. That's what school taught me, so I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, so his name was Francis Greenway, and he's all, we should build a bridge. I've and heard of him. I have never heard okay. of him. But, I mean, I love that you've heard of him. Oh, my God. Oh, a fan. A fan oh with a god, fan. I can't get up. And her you shirt says mouth noises. Oh my god, her shirt says mouth noises. I don't know if you can see that. It's <laughs> the most greatest thing I've ever seen. How am I going to get I, it? I will get it Such even though, pickle. hang on. What will I do? What can I possibly do? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, fan with a fan. I'm so hot. Thank you. I love it. I love you. Oh, my God. They have mouth noises written on their It's shirts. the greatest thing I've ever seen. I love it. I love it. Um, anyway, so he's like, we should build a bridge. And he yes. wrote to the Australian and he's like, he's, he says, it will give an idea of strength and magnificence that would reflect cre credit and glory on the colony and the mother country, which sounds a lot to me like, uh, give me a lot of money, guys, yes. and make me not a convict. Yes. Thank you. Make me a noted architect, not <laughs> yeah. a fucking bread-stealing heathen. And yeah, so so no one wanted to make the bread stealing heathen uh, a citizen, and uh, they didn't pick up what he's putting down. The idea oh. was benched. But oh. then in 1857, an engineer called Peter Henderson wanted to make a floating bridge, and then so I was like, oh, that must not sound what it sounds like. Um, it is what it sounds so like. It's, like it's on, the dumbest fucking idea I've ever on heard of. The water. Yes. I hate that. It's literally just a bunch of shit joined together, <laughs> and they're like, drive cars over it. And then you're, you're kind of like driving, and you're like. Ugh. It's like when you're stand-up paddleboarding, yep. but in a car. Yes. Going to the North Shore. No. <laughs> That's the dumbest idea ever. The heathen had a better idea. I know. They should have just gone with the convict. Yeah. Anyway, uh, mm. so that was kind of like put to the side. There was mm. talk of a truss bridge, which is like, oh, I Googled oh it. Okay. Engineering Mel. What is this? I just, I don't know why I always pick stories that have a lot of <laughs> technical. deep technical yeah. things to do with them but it was like it looks like a normal road and then they've just put heaps of triangles on it for no reason like but just how does it stay just up? put oh, as much shit above know. it as you can done love it <laughs> good vibe drive to north and sydney drive yourself over there um, but anyway, so they the, no one did that and then around world war 1 was when it really came into like a thing. Okay. <laughs> they were finally had like, a bit of, let's a bit do too much this wine. bridge shit. They were like, let's do this bridge shit. Let's join these places. <laughs> let's once join it. Let's join these motherfuckers. Anyway, so 1914, John Bradfield was given the title of Chief Engineer of Sydney Harbour Bridge and Metropolitan Railway Construction, which sounds very much like a fake job to me. Yeah. It just sounds like, just like, just be like the chief engineer of Sydney. Like, yeah, I also feel bad for the convict. I don't know, my heart. <laughs> You're hurts. really back there, are you? We had the idea first. It's like half a page ago. I know. It's like <laughs> on the fan ago. I just feel bad for him. He gets none of the glory. He doesn't. Um, so he's known as the father of the bridge because he See, put a lot no of work glory. into it. I know, no glory <laughs> at all. I know, I was like, I've got a. What are the, what's that movie? And they're like the. Sula! <laughs> the know. Sula. It's, um... Uh, no, what's the movie, though? Lo Love Child. Wild Child with Emma Roberts. They're so useful. Oh, they are. <laughs> I only watch movies where people get murdered. Does anyone <laughs> die in that do. movie? Does Emma Roberts no, die? No I don't dies. like her. I'd it's watch that. It's disappointing. Um... 
Anyway, oh, she does jump off the re- the the rock thing. That was cool. Oh, anyway, okay. this is such a stale. What is this? I'm not. You don't even know the movie. Stale movie hour, and I'm not gonna watch it. Stale movie hour. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so he wanted to build this thing called a cantilever bridge, which was um made with cantilevers. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I didn't look that one up. Are there any engineers here that are just like, uh, for fuck's sake? I know. You're like, why did I come? You've come with a friend. Talk about the eels, for God's sake. <laughs> please, please segue to the eels the immediately. The eel specialist is like, no, no. <laughs> Stick with the engineering. <laughs> um, but then World War I happened, obviously, and mm. they put the money into the war effort, which is good, obviously. And then, um, but after World War I, the plans came back with a vengeance and uh, John went overseas to investigate tenders, which sounds like taking the piss to me, if yeah. I may say so. I'm he just going to go... Is, this is a stitch up. It's a fucking stitch. Yeah. He's got a fake job. Yeah. Which and he now stole he's, from a nice which he stole convict. from a convict and now he's just gallivanting around the world. Yeah. Just looking at tenders. I'm just, uh, just, just going to go to uh, the Bahamas. I heard uh, there's a good tender yeah. there. Got his feet up, sipping a <laughs> cocktail. I hate him. So he comes back... <laughs> I'm going to put my feet up. (laughs) Maybe in the second half. You're like, please let me put my feet up. (laughs) I'll lie on the ground with my feet on this stool and just talk to you upside down. (laughs) All right, I'd be here for it, to be honest. I think that everyone would be here for it. (laughs) Uh, So he comes back and all he really has is that he thinks a single arch bridge would be best. That's literally... That's all... Isn't that what my friend the convict said? Um, no, your friend the convict oh. just said we should build a bridge. Yeah, great idea. So he had, we can he, all he agree was, with that. He was all detail. Yeah, right. You know? So he spent time overseas just so yeah, to yeah. come back with this idea yeah. that it would look like this, basically. Yeah. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> <laughs> he probably had the idea, like, on the boat on the yeah. way back. He's probably like, fuck, I've really got to come back with an idea quick, here. Quick, Shit. quick. He's fanning himself in the Bahamas. He's like, fuck, I need a shape for the... Okay, that'll do. <laughs> Another Mai Tai, please, good sir. <laughs> I don't like this guy at all. <laughs> um, so he based the design on New York City's Hell's Gate Bridge and 20 proposals were received, including this absolutely batshit one, um, which we're going to put up here. Uh, no. <laughs> That's our bridge. That's also batshit. Also, do- there we go. So this, <laughs> this the? is, get, let me explain this to you because I literally was like, do someone on acid when they thought of this. Um, so it's meant to be connecting to Ball's Head, Milson's Point and Balmain with a hub on Goat Island. <laughs> Can you imagine if that existed now <laughs> yeah, in Sydney traffic? You'd be on that thing for seven hours. <laughs> and like what happens in the middle? Do you just go round and round yeah. until you die? Justin Hems has a restaurant in the middle. You just pop out. Just have a meal, guys. Come in to have a meal. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he really knows how to cash in on I can't things. I believe you know? that was almost there. I know. It looks cool, though, but, like, absolutely, like, I would. Impractical. Anyway. Um, so, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, okay. So, uh, train tracks were put, in, like, were put into the plans to coincide. This is literally just for my dad. I don't even know where he is. Um, <laughs> they were just put in to coincide yeah, with the city. My dad is, like, literally obsessed with trains. And out there, so they, we just had their 50th, 50th? 40th wedding 40th. anniversary. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, we just had them. their 40th wedding anniversary and I was like 400 shots slash drinks slash who knows what <laughs> deep. And then I'm like, I'm going to make a speech. And Uh-oh. then I got up and told everyone about the time when he was unemployed. And then he... <laughs> 
Like, this is, like, all his friends. Like, this is everyone. People he used to work with. And I was, like... And once Dad was unemployed and he was setting up his train lines, like, his little toy trains, and then I was, like, playing with them with him and Mum was, like, coming in being, like, oh, your dad needs to do some work now. But really what she was being was, like, get the fuck out of here. Dad needs yes. to find a fucking job yes. right now. Don't encourage his train building. Procrastination. Procrastination, yeah. Sorry, Dad, I did it again. Anyway. <laughs> now the whole world knows about it. Now everyone knows. The whole... Texas. Texas People in knows. Texas are Texas knows. They know. Anyway, so they, they put in the train tracks because they forward thought and they were like, we've got the city circle going in, we'll put some train tracks. Um, and then the, the trams used a set on the other side. The trams, wherever you are. And... Um, I literally wrote dad in brackets. <laughs> Until they were discontinued in the 50s, which dad loves to bring up constantly. Yes, so because now do they've I, made them yeah. again. Waste and it's a fucking time. I know. Oh, the trams. And I don't know where he is. He's not even talking because he doesn't want you to know where he is. I, I'm looking at him. <laughs> He's the only I person can I see. can see. I can it's see like him. a beam of light on him. <laughs> He's like a beacon to me in the crowd. <laughs> Um, anyway, so, so the things are underway and yes. Bradfield goes from being Mr. Oh, cantilever bridges are best. What? I've missed a bit. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. So a guy called... <laughs> I'm reading upside down right now. Dorman. A guy called Dorman Long was signed on to design the bridge. Um, and then from here, Bradfield was more of an overseer and he just kind of visited and left and whatever. And What a know. life, huh? Yeah, and so he went from being old cantilever bridge guy to, ah, oh, this was all my design idea. Um, and, like, obviously he did come back with the idea to make it, like, Hell's Gate Bridge, but he didn't actually come up with the design no, of the he bridge. he just went on a trip and came back with, like, a grain of an idea. I know. Dorman did the designing. He did, and then he got the shits, obviously. <sighs> Good. Um, and it literally got to the point, this, this, like, spicy little tip that they had got to the point where Dorman tightly, and I put that in quotes because wherever I read it from said tightly. Yeah. Bolted a brass plaque to one of the bridge columns, which is, we have a picture of it because it's still there today. So that, that was literally because Dorman was like, fuck Sass. you, stop taking credit for my bridge, bitch. That's, that's what, what that it means. says. If you can't read <laughs> yeah. it, that's what you it says. If you can't read that, that's literally word for word what yeah. it says. Um, anyway, so there was an official ceremony to mark the first turning of the sod on the 28th of July, 1923. Um, I looked this up. There wasn't, okay. there's nothing called a sod. It's just, it's just, you know, like builders make up shit. Yes. Like they love like fake words and then they tell you them when they come to build your house and you're like, yes. And then they're like, that'll cost $5,000 million. Oh, they just want to confuse you. And it'll take us 40 million years <laughs> to make it. And we'll turn up when we feel like it. No, I'm kidding. I love you all builders. I don't know My anything about George building. I've never had anything built. in the built. construction industry. And I live at tonight. home. I don't even know anything about shit, really. <laughs> so... So a sod was just not a thing. A sod was nothing. It was just basically like this term that they would use for starting a building project. Right. Okay. Or it means earth, as someone just told me in the crowd. Isn't it also like an insult? Like you fucking sod. So it's like you're, you you're dirty the earth. sod. That's an insult. It's not very insulting if it just means mm. earth. Um, <laughs> call me a sod all the time. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so there's all this technical stuff about building the bridge, um, like these cranes and there's the turnings and mm. things. And I got really bored. Yeah. Um, it's kind of irrelevant. I'll give you a little bit, like, but also we're not a construction podcast, so well, I don't know what you expected from me. Awkwardly, my case is also about construction. 
they're laughing, but it actually is. So this is now all Aussie construction hour, <laughs> which my friend George will be thrilled about. It's the industry is in. He can relate to this. Yeah, it's like we're going to attract all these construction people and yes, then they'll hate me new for thing. ripping in on builders and then they'll leave and start their own construction podcasts. Mm, and we'll have started one. a whole business out of this, which we'll get no credit for, just like Dorman. Dorman. Poor Dorman. Dor- At least we can it? put salty signs up all over Sydney. <laughs> we'll just put salty signs everywhere. We started the construction <laughs> podcast trend, guys. <laughs> um, sorry, I'll tell you the basics. So they made these two abutment ab- ab- towers. It's like a term for some sort of holding thingy that holds things and like stops it from going to shit, mm-hmm. you know? Doing well here, aren't I? Um, <laughs> and uh, then they had these two creeper cranes that went on each side, which we're going to show you a picture first. So this is one of them. What the fuck is that? That does not look like it works. That looks I like don't it's falling. I, it's not falling. I, I double I checked. I thought like was this part of like some sort of accident that happened <laughs> or like, I don't know. It's not. That's just what it looked like. It just is a pile of shit. And they were like, yeah, this is cool. People can go on this. This is fine. <laughs> um, and then if you go to the next one, you'll see them. That's them connecting the bridge. So they actually went up the sides of each. It's pretty ingenious, like, once they stop looking like a pile of shit. Yes. It was like, okay, this is pretty impressive for the 30s, you know. Yeah, old-timey um, times. Old-timeys. They, they knew what they were doing a little bit. <laughs> um, so they're called creeper cranes, and they each went up each side, and then they eventually joined up at the top. And that happened... <laughs> 19th of August, 1930, seven years after they started. So it took seven years to get to this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 79% of the steel was preformed in England and then in workshops in Milsons Point where Luna Park is now, they fabricated it into girders. I don't know. I just wanted to give you some more information. Yeah. I just, I'm just saying words here, guys. I don't fucking know. Uh, the arch alone weighs 39,000 tonnes, which is not oh, right. You know that I hate when things are heavy. How alarming How is, is staying that? up? It's like a plane. How no, is that staying up? Are you up there? I'm not driving over that ever again. It's not I'll fucking meant to swim be across there. there. I don't care. <laughs> I feel like it just needs a, a pole in the middle. Like, I just <laughs> want a pole in the middle. <laughs> One pole in the middle, I'm good. You know, like, I'll be happy Good about tent. it. I'll drive over you if you've got a pole. Um... <laughs> What's happening? Did I say something? It sounded sexual. It sounded sexual? Did it? Yeah. That's a very long reach, guys. That's like a reach and a half. I thought I was the only hormonal one here. (laughs) Um, Anyway. (laughs) So it was all finished on the 15th of January, 1932. And after some load testing and all this boring shit again that I didn't care about, it was formally opened on the 19th of March of the same year and Premier Jack Lang, hot name. Yeah, he sounds he sounds hot. Hot name. Jack Lang. All like one syllable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom boom. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm an action hero and I'm also the Premier of New South Wales. You know, but yeah. he, I don't think he was. I didn't even have a picture of him. I should have. Didn't yeah. think of it at the time. Just a bridge. We can put it up for uh, what is it? Mystery Hottie Thursdays. Yeah, mystery. Which hottie we've been really Jack shit Lang. at, but we're gonna get back into it. If anyone follows us on Instagram, we put up yes. a hot person at that's all related. Aussie mystery hour, all yes. one word. Yes. Go there now. Stop yeah. listening to us. Get your phones out. <laughs> no, that's not right. It's a terrible idea. That's the opposite of what hosts usually say to do. <laughs> um, so he cu- he was meant to cut the ribbon at the southern end, um, and you might know this story because I knew this story. But just as he was about to, this dude in a military uniform just rides up on a horse and slashes the ribbon with a sword. <laughs> now that guy's hot. <laughs> well, I do have a picture of him. Here he comes. Um, 
Here he comes. Who's doing it? Hanno, is isn't it? Hanno? Oh, there we go. Hanno. He's not hot. Oh. Oh, he's just. I mean, weird. he could be hot in a in a you know the guy in the crown that everyone's in the group talking about at the moment. Tobias Menzies. Tobias Menzies. Like you know how he's polarizing. Like some people think he's hot. Yes. Like he's that vibe, to me. Yeah, but I thought he was doing it like in an official hot capacity. No, he's no. just doing it like a weirdo. Yes. Attention-seeking yeah, capacity. It wasn't a. It wasn't a stunt. It was. I mean, it was a stunt, but it wasn't a legal stunt. <laughs> right. You know. Like, he just went rogue. Maybe it was the disgruntled convict who thought of this whole fucking thing in the first place. But I love that theory. Having his moment in the sun. I mean, I think he'd be 4,000 years old by then, but, you know, that wasn't that, like, he would have been, like, 90. (laughs) Well, could he he get on a horse? He was the horse by then. (laughs) Anyway, um, that didn't even make sense, did it? I mean, I just realised that made no sense. That's all right. This podcast (laughs) doesn't make sense. You know when you say a joke and you're like... We've had three oh, seasons. Man. But then usually it's this. just because you're drunk with your friends and they just like let it slide. But yeah. then you're here and everyone hears it. And then it's recorded it's and hopefully for me. and put out to the world. It's all right. Anyway, that we'll guy's edit it out. Shh, 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 let's, let's go past it. That's Francis de Groot. <laughs> yes. The, the sort of hot, not hot, not maybe hot. not hot guy. Weird. Um, anyway, he was a member of a right wing paramilitary para, para group. Not hot. Not hot. Not hot. Not hot. Um, it was called the New Guard, and they didn't like Lang or his party for their left-wing policies. Yeah, yeah. and they yeah, and uh, they also were pissed because the royal family didn't come out to open the bridge. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm a little bit annoyed that they didn't. It's kind of like the biggest bridge that we have. Like, it's a pretty big. Deal. I get that part a little bit. Like, also because I'm watching The Crown, and I just I just love them right now. I know that I know that they there's a whole other side to them, and I'm just buying straight into that. Like Hallmark shit. Yeah. I don't even care. I love it right now. But like they didn't come and open the bridge. That's pretty rude. I know. Like they didn't like sail for like 4,000 years to get here to do it. Rude. Anyway, he was convicted of offensive behaviour and fined five pounds after a psych test proved he was sane. Um, But then the (laughs) verdict (laughs) was reversed on appeal and then he sued the commissioner of police for wrongful arrest and was awarded an out-of-court settlement. So, you know, like as much as I don't like him, that's some... Real strong energy there from him. Yeah, I like they had to pay him. Yeah, for like breaking the law. Yeah, <laughs> which is wild. <laughs> How the um, fuck did that happen? I don't know. Um, anyway, so in the year of the opening, there was also a steep rise of babies named Archie and Bridget in honor of the bridge. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want to honor this moment with me, if you want to be named Archie, kick now. <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> not into it. It's not even creative, Archie. Archie, what the Bridget. Fuck? That's funny though, right? Bridget's funny. Bridget's funny. <laughs> um, there were also, oh my God, I forgot about this. There were three songs written about the bridge and I have put one here, which means I have to turn my phone back on. Oh, oh no. no. And now Alarming. we're not going to know how long you're talking for. Alarming. We'll be here till fucking we'll Sunday. And I've got to go in here <laughs> and I've got to click a thing and We've oh got fuck. Like meetings anyway, tomorrow. so there were three songs written by the about the bridge, which is wild. One was called The Bridge Two Step, which had a dance. Oh, cute. That's so weird. And then this one, I was like, oh look, I've got an actual song, like I can play it, and I'm gonna do it really shittily and play it through like literally this way. I'll fast forward, I'll fast forward. Oh, I know. That didn't work. Oh no. Oh god. The technical problem. Oh god, I'm so embarrassed. Just do it. Should I tell a story? Okay. 
their words? That's enough. Anyway, um, what a banger. Yeah, right? You, you're cool. clapping like I sang and like all I did was like open my whatever it is inbox and I don't know what I, I have a text. Anyway, I'm going to put that back. No, flight there. mode, flight mode. Flight mode, timer thing. There we are. Okay. Anyway, uh, so that was a song. That didn't I work. Liked did it. it. It didn't work like when I did the bird noise in that, that episode. That was very different. That was terrifying. <laughs> that was, was so nice. scary. Um, so... Ah, uh, blah, blah, blah. So, obviously, the whole process of the bridge, controversy and spice everywhere. Yes. But the most controversial thing about the bridge has to be the treatment of the workers. This is not the uh, I'm not so spicy bit. Why am I grinning? I'm such a psychopath. I know. You're like, Finally, yes, give here me we the are. bad treatment, treatment of, of workers. Humans. So, about 2,500 to 3,000 people worked on the bridge. Um, drillers, riveters, stonemasons, plasterers and gangers, which is this ye olde term for <laughs> labourers. Gangers. It wasn't me making a sexual joke <laughs> unintentionally again. Uh, conditions weren't great. It was all very, like, depression era yes. slash, you know, early stages of building shit, whatever. It was all very, like, Industrial a spicy, laissez-faire attitude, you know? Yeah, like right. A, Woo, let's just, like... Free ball yes, and see no what like say no OHS. No OHS was happening at there. all. None. Not even um, a bit. Like there was a term called riding the hook, where workers would literally ride the crane hook no. out <laughs> into the air with no safety harness. Oh Just ride it out. I'm They're so like, stressed. Oh, um, Bill needs you to pass the rivet. Yeah. To, and uh, <laughs> can you just swing out and pass? Just throw it at him. It was like. <laughs> Just like chuck. Well, literally, because also um, riveters commonly threw red hot rivets. No. So a rivet is like this big, like it's like a bolt. It looks like a bolt essentially. So they would just throw that at each other. Like they they burn it up in some sort of fire thing, and then they would just chuck the hot one at someone else who at least was wearing gloves. Thank God. Oh, there's um, something. Little bit yeah. of OHS. And they caught them in a steel bucket. Oh my God. Without eye protection. <laughs> <laughs> It's just fucking insane. Um, anyway, also they were like the rivets were then like they they bolted them in with something called a hydraulic rivet presser, which sounds fake. And they um, no eye protection again, no ear protection, and then all these people went deaf because they of were like course. doing this all day. Yeah. There's six million rivets in that fucking thing. <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, it's insane. Um, like there's peaks. I've got some peaks to come through of some in- like what the fuck are you doing? Oh my god, they're so high Immediately up. hold on to a surface and, and cry. Just casually hammering away. Like it's so not okay. Um, there's another one. Yep, this guy hanging out. Oh my I'm just gosh. having a good time, guys. I'm gonna I'm throw fine. Up. Everything's fine. That's it's so fine. Anxiety. I know that that gives me hives. Anyway, I don't like it. Um, also, if they were just high up there, they would just eat their meals up there. Just oh. eat their meals just sitting around in the elements. Oh, it's your lunch break. Go yeah. for a walk. Well, I mean, how? I guess how do go, you get Go <laughs> down to the post office. Just get, slide down Get your pole. admin done. <laughs> <laughs> and if the weather was fucked, they just had to deal with it. So if it was rainy oh. and the steel was like slippery, it wasn't a good time. It was not a good time. Um, Anyway, at the end of each day, they then had to clamber down the steel beams, so like down those, essentially, Mm. um, from the arch points where they then jumped into large boxes, (laughs) suspended on a crane rope, and then were lowered down. I'm not fucking with you. This is real from Wikipedia. (laughs) Facts. 
only. Facts only out Facts here. Only. Also, Wikipedia keeps being like, it keeps giving you those ads. It's like, you use Wikipedia a lot. Do you want to donate? I actually should donate because we yeah. do use them I a lot. I always feel bad, so I give them like $2. I do, we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so then they, they, yeah, so they jumped down. That was insane. Uh, men wore sand shoes and overalls, which needed replacing every few months because of how insane the climbing yeah. and everything was. They had no safety gear. Um, and if you're an engineer, you sometimes worked in these weird, like, type they had like these cord metal they were like metal tubes that had cords in them i don't really understand but it was very hot in there yes obviously not fun i can relate yeah right now. <laughs> i live my inside a metal cord sweating. all my life like, right now do legs even have sweat glands because my leg is sweating <laughs> just one leg they do it's really now. weird um so, so during the construction 16 men died of bridge related oh, no. um deaths but only two fell so oh. you think you th i feel like the rumor is that all these people fell off the bridge no. and they actually didn't they were just getting red hot rivets tossed um, at their brains <laughs> yeah just, just straight through the it's eye fine. um and it's pretty shitty because when they finished the bridge and the bridge was opened um jack lang didn't mention their deaths at jack, all come on we were know, rooting really for you shit. jack i know we thought you were hot um <laughs> but then the Minister of Public Works had to make mention and he, all he said was that it, the momentous day was tinged with regret, which isn't... I mm. just think we could have it's put some names. A lot. Like, you could have, you know, admitted that maybe harnesses should have been a thing. Maybe. But yeah. no, it's just a tinge. Just a tinge. Just a little. A little tiny... It's fine, ...baby though. tinge of regret. Yeah, but let's just celebrate. It's Yay, fine. let's write 400 songs. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do the bridge dance. <laughs> the two-step. Um, so one guy actually survived a fall, boilermaker oh. Victor Roy Kelly. Um, and according to some weird pylon pamphlet that I found online, it's literally like a pamphlet <laughs> that they, like, stick in the pylon. Like, oh. like, you know, like you oh, go yes. up and look. Anyway, yes. I don't know how I found it, but I did. Um, he was one of only two men who survived a fall in the water. Obviously, the two people, Mel, you've not reread this as you were writing <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> uh, and the story is that he slipped and fell from the road deck level, which is like 60 metres above water. So that's Ooh. pretty fucking high. But when he fell, he still had his work tools around his waist. And then it said that as he got closer to the water, he undid the tool belt, dropped it first, and it broke, broke. the water. My and gosh. so then when he hit it, he didn't die. What a fucking genius. That is so I would smart. not think nah, of that. I would just scream. I know. Yeah. Let's clap, clap the dead guy. Victor. He's dead now, obviously. Yeah. But like he didn't die then. That's the point. That's so smart. That was so, I was so mean. I wish I just clapped him and I need to bring up that he's already dead. <laughs> Sorry, Victor. Um, so he was pulled out of the water. It was still pretty fucked. The soles of his boots were implanted onto Ooh. the base of his feet. Oh. The tops of his boots were around his thighs. <laughs> um, he had six broken ribs, but he was back at work in six weeks. Oh. <laughs> Just swinging from a box. He's like, the fuck he's like can't feel my feet, but I'm good. <laughs> Here I am. Here I am. I'm swinging out. <laughs> swinging, swinging out, out eating my peanut butter bread roll for lunch. <laughs> Bless him. Um, he did get a gold medallion to mark his survival. Um, and he told, he told the Sydney Morning Herald in 1930, he said, I'm often working near the edge of the bridge and on many occasions I've thought to myself, now, if you ever fall, Roy, you'd better make sure that you hit the water feet first or head first. So when I slipped and fell today, I concentrated on saving my life. 
So, I mean, I'm glad he didn't go head first. I don't think that works. No. That's not how it <laughs> don't works. Don't use your head to so break your fall, mate. Smart. Also, is that a little bit of, like, victim blaming to the others? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a bit. Like, I was smart. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about those Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, but finally getting to the mystery after 100 years, literally... <laughs> Woo! Mystery! Um, so, the most intriguing part is a conspiracy that, in fact, two other men died who were <gasps> never documented. It's a cover-up. I love this energy, a this gasping one. energy. Our favourite type of cover-up. Um, so, you might have noticed there's those huge pylons at the end of the bridge on either side. I don't think I have a picture of it. I do have a picture. Picture, please. There it is. That thing. That's a pylon. Who, who didn't know that? <laughs> Probably me, to I be didn't. honest. <laughs> I didn't know what we that don't know. was. Um, so they're just decoration. They're not for any reason. They basically cover those abutments that I was talking oh, yes. about. Um, they're 89 metres high and they are really just there to give visual balance to the bridge. Um, anyway, the story goes, according to East Coast Car Rentals... <laughs> they know where it's at. They know where it's at. <laughs> where I go to for all my factual information, guys. And all um, of her car rentals. <laughs> they don't sponsor this Imagine podcast. Imagine if they, they did should. and they just like, we could get someone to sponsor us. Like, just put a story up. Just write this story and we'll just mention and it And maybe on times. the off chance. Yeah. It'll be heard in touch. Do you know they connected it very loosely by being like, you can rent a car with us and drive to these places. Because it was one of those like eight right. mysterious things in Sydney. And I was like... This doesn't... Mm. What? <laughs> okay, guys. Anyway, apparently three contractors... Contractors? Contractors. Contractors. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be this podcast if I didn't fuck up a word, right? A really um, obvious one. <laughs> we're working on the bridge and they were travelling contractors, not Australian citizens with families or friends that would notice if Uh-oh. they went missing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in a horrible accident, they fell into one of the pylons um, and their deaths were hushed up and their bodies were just entombed in there. No. So I think, I think, yeah, I know. I think what essentially happened was it was they were entombed in there, and then people realised what had happened. Yeah, they just saw like a hand. Yeah, because then I, well, <laughs> not like that. Not like You're a like, hand quick, print. put another brick on top of there. <laughs> la la la. No that's not happening. It. La 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 la. Um, what a beautiful pylon! It gives such visual balance to the bridge. <laughs> Let's go on our lunch break. We don't take lunch break. Shut up. We're going. (laughs) Um, But I read another story that they went in there to have their lunch out of the Mm. sun and were sealed in accidentally. Oh, my God. Which is a way more fucked story, obviously. Um, (laughs) But, like, while they were made just for looks originally, they're actually all in use now. So, essentially, the Southeastern is a museum and tourist centre, which is where that pylon information booklet came from. Uh, the southwestern is used by the RTA, and the two on the north shore have venting chimneys for fumes from the Sydney Harbour Tunnel, which is alarming to me. But anyway, um, so if people were sealed inside them, it's like mm, someone would have found them, or oh, they're haunting the museum. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that also could be a thing. Yeah, sure. Let's go there at night and see. But the whole thing is, is that essentially people could have like covered it up even yes. in the whenever they started using the pylons. I mean, if they yes. don't want to talk about it. Well, they're not going to suddenly admit it, are they? No. After going to all that trouble. Embarrassing. Anyway, I, but I also found this story in the Townsville Bulletin, which said um, 
mistake. This is from like the 30s. So it said mistakenly identified and then buried as unknown the body of the man who fell 140 feet inside one of the northern pylons of the Sydney Harbour Bridge on August 18 has been blah 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 blah. Anyway, the point being, I was really invested <laughs> in like, that really into that. bulletin article. But the point being is like I don't know if that story has now been misconstrued into right. people went and fell in the pylons like and mm. then got locked in. Do you know what I mean? Mel's now done two mysteries involving people falling into pylons. I have. This is a real when I was Googling this, our <laughs> other one came yeah. up and I was like, that's alarming. Yeah, it's like a real obsession of yours. Um, it is. Anyway, that's, that's literally all I have to say about that. Um, there's no real guessing here because I don't, we just don't know. Did we they or didn't know. they at the end? Did they fall? Didn't they? Is Are there their hands ghost? sticking out of the museum walls? I hope so. Um, I had a little fun zesty story to finish with. Go. Since I've been 40 minutes up here. Jeez, really? Yeah, I don't know how that happened. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, so it took the whole, you know how the whole bridge is grey? Yes. So that was literally just because the only colour they could get mass amounts of was grey. <laughs> <laughs> so we could have like a oh. gold bridge. Oh, that would have been so fun. <laughs> like grey is boring. Little party bridge. Yeah. Every time you went over. Very I'd extra. I'd go over it way more. I'd go to the North Shore way more if it was yeah, gold. Yeah, the gold, <laughs> like the Land of Oz vibes. Yeah. Instead, um, it's grey. Instead, it's grey. And it takes 30,000 litres of paint to cover it. And the colour is now a registered trademark. So you can't actually paint your house Sydney Harbour oh, Bridge grey. damn. What a shame. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed off uh, yeah. about that. This is why we'll never buy houses in Sydney. That's the reason. <laughs> that's Not because they're $4 million each. <laughs> um, that's me. Uh, we're going to send you guys on a whatever it is. What do they call it? Interval. Go and drink. Where you go and drink. I'm going to go drink too.